0: The poor people of Loreto in Baja California have been hit hard by the COVID-19 virus shutdown, and they need food. Friendship with God is delivering food directly to their homes. Go to www.friendshipwithgod.org and look for the Loreto Need banner to donate or call 619-599-1104. God bless you.
1: Putting confidence and reliance on the blood of the Lord Jesus is not like putting confidence in a broken tooth. You know it's going to work just like you know your teeth are going to work when you hit that hamburger. And that's the same knowledge that we have when we rely on the blood of Jesus and what it has accomplished for us to have complete appeasement with God. Solomon writes in the book of Proverbs... Which is the book of wisdom, it's the book of wisdom for life, and a big factor in life is where you put your confidence. So he said in Proverbs 3:26, Proverbs 3:26, the Lord shall be thy confidence and shall keep thy foot from being taken. Proverbs 14:26, 14 26, 14, 26, in the fear of the Lord is strong confidence. And how do we get this confidence? How do we get this confidence? Like I said, it's, it's, a, it's just gazing, put on the windowsill of heaven, the, the windowsill. It's a gazing and take time, take time. It doesn't just happen from hearing a message or singing a song that there's power in the blood, there's power in the blood. It happens when quiet time is taken to stop all the other urgencies, all the other distractions in life and just take time to look At the blood of the Lord Jesus, to consider all that He did for us. Just like I was just mentioning those five sacrifices. Why? Because this is the key. This is the secret that God gave in Isaiah thirty verse fifteen. Isaiah thirty verse fifteen. God said to Israel, "For thus saith the Lord God, the holy one of holy one of Israel, in returning and rest shall ye be saved. In quietness in confidence, quietness and confidence." shall be your strength. That's what we just sang. Take time to be holy. Take time to be holy. The world rushes on, let it. The world rushes on. Much time spent in secret with Jesus alone. By looking to Jesus, like him thou shalt be. Thy friends and thy conduct his likeness shall see. This boldness reflects itself in a speech. We speak. Boldness reflects itself in, in talk. And this is what was seen in, about Paul. Paul, uh, uh, when it says in Acts 28.30, Acts 28.30, Paul dwelt two whole years in his own hired house and received all them that came in unto him, preaching the kingdom of God and teaching those things which concern the Lord Jesus Christ with all confidence, no man forbidding him with all confidence. It was a great confidence that Paul had when he taught and when he spoke. This is the confidence that drove Peter and John to, when they were speaking, even though they was risking their own life to do so, in Acts 4.13. Acts 4.13 it says, now when they saw the boldness or the confidence, the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men, they marveled, they took knowledge of them. They had been with Jesus. That was the key to their confidence. It tells us the secret there. Our confidence in the blood of the Lord Jesus comes in direct proportion to how much time we spend alone with Jesus. Our our boldness to witness comes in direct proportion of how much time we spend alone with the Lord Jesus. This confidence is so important it's so important in Hebrews. It makes a big point about this throughout the book. In Hebrews three six, it says, "Hold fast the confidence. Hold on to it. You know, it, just uh, to the end. It doesn't matter how well a person starts in their Christian life. It matters how well they finish." So it says, "Hold on." In Hebrews Hebrews three uh, six, it says that. Hebrews three fourteen says. It says, we are made partakers of Christ if we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast unto the end, steadfast unto the end. Hebrews 10.35, Hebrews 10.35, it's it's a picture like you're on a boat. It's a picture on on a boat and you gotta cast things overboard just like they had to do in Paul's day. Cast things overboard and it says in Hebrews 10.34, cast not away therefore your confidence which has great recompense of reward. Now, then you notice that in verse 19 it uses this word, brethren. Having therefore brethren, boldness to enter in. Now, brethren is, is a very important word and, and, and it's, it's used a lot now, and everybody is this brother and that brother and the other brother. And, and so it becomes a question of what makes a person a brother? What makes a person a brother? Does attendance at the same church make him a brother? The verse tells us that it's implying here that a person is a brother if he has the same confidence in the blood of the Lord Jesus of what it accomplished. That's the shared confidence in the accomplishments of the blood of the Lord Jesus that makes a person a brother. When a person says, yes, I have confidence that the blood of the Lord Jesus removed my sins, redeemed my soul, covered my sins, reconciled me to God, cleansed me within, gave me peace with God, justified me, gave me white robes, sanctification, overcoming, and here entrance, then that's what makes a person a brother. That's what makes a person a brother. Boldness is the confidence in the blood of the Lord Jesus. And now we see what this boldness does in verse 19. Boldness to enter into the blood of Jesus. This, is, this verse is all about entrance. Enter into. It's a, it's a, in order to appreciate this, enter into. Again, imagine yourself. Imagine yourself back in Moses' day and what it was like for us. We already saw what it was like to have the burden of all those five sacrifices to get it right with all the specifications. Now think about what the Holy of Holies would have been like for us. The Holy of Holies was off limits for us only explained to us but never seen. It was a place that we had never seen, just heard about, never could have imagined ourselves setting foot inside the Holy of Holies where God was. We could not enter. As far as the tabernacle was concerned, the the outer court was this far and no farther. That's what it was for us. We just had no access to the Holy of Holies, we had no access to the holy place, you know what the holy of, holy, holy of holies for us was sort of like Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden when it says in Genesis 3.23, Genesis 3.23, therefore the Lord sent, forth, sent him forth from the Garden of Eden to till the ground from whence he was taken. So he drove out the man and he placed in the east of the Garden of Eden cherubim and a flaming sword which turned every way to keep the way to the tree of, of the tree of life so Adam and Eve they were in the presence of God where God was in the Garden of Eden just uh, it's interesting that the Jews today when they refer to heaven they call it Ganidan they call it the Garden of Eden but their own sin Adam's own sin Eve's own sin drove them out of the garden that's what caused them to be driven out of the Garden of Eden and in the same way our own sin caused us to be driven out of the presence of God just like Adam and Eve. And the last thing that they would have had or we would have is a boldness to enter into the holiest as described here in Hebrews ten nineteen. For any person to say that without the blood of Jesus that I'm gonna just boldly march into God's presence is suicide, it's suicide. So, when we think about the, this in Genesis three and being driven out and the and those Genesis three angels with their flaming sword flat going every direction, how can a person have boldness to enter into the holiest you, you remember how when I was talking about how we, we, the worry that you have that you got all the the sin offering right and how you worried did, did the priest really sprinkle the blood of my sin offering before the veil of the holy place and did he apply my, the sin of my sin off, the blood of my sin offering to the horns of the incense altar in the holy place? Well, you and I could never go into the holy place so, so because that was only for the priest. So, and for sure, we could never go into the holy of holies where God was. Only the priest went in there once a year on the day of atonement, Yom Kippur. And the restriction of this access into that holy of holies is what is emphasized in Hebrews 9:7. In Hebrews 9:7, where it says, but into the second, that'd be the holy of holies, into the second went the priest alone once every year, not without blood, which he offered for himself and for the heirs of the people. That's a pretty frightening verse. That was a pretty frightening time for the high priest to go into the holy of holies once a year. You imagine the fear and the trembling of the high priest as he, as he was going over in his mind, I gotta make sure I got it all right. I got it. Did I really get it all right? I mean, what kind of a checklist did he have? I don't know. Because if he didn't, he had one expectation. That would be to die. They even tied a rope, and you can see how it was depicted over there. They even tied a rope around the ankle of the high priest just in case his sacrifice was, was not accepted, and they had to get his dead body out there. You gonna go in there? No, I'm not going in there to get him. So they need a rope so that they could pull him out of the, uh, the Holy of Holies there, and try to imagine the high priest. Try to imagine the high priest before he went into the Holy of Holies, and just think of the anxiety that he felt. He's got that marked on his calendar. You're going into the Holy of Holies. The Day of Atonement's coming up. You're gonna risk your life again. I mean, just think of that morning, you know. He says goodbye, he kisses his wife and his kids, and, and, and everybody knows that he may not come back. He may not come back today. This could be the last mission. And just think of how he felt as he's getting, getting, being made ready to go into the Holy of Holies, and his other priest co- 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 colleagues there are tying the rope around his ankle. I mean, you know, just a very tense time. Now, just imagine now how all of this has changed with Hebrews ten nineteen. Just imagine how it all changes now in verse 19. Now, he's got a boldness to enter into. It's an absolute contrast with the fear and trembling of the high priest. And imagine how the high priest entered into the Holy of Holies on the Day of Atonement. You know how he entered? It said, not without blood. You know how he entered? I'll show you how he entered, like this. That's how he entered. I got the blood here. Here it is, here it is, you know. Look, Lord, uh, I, uh, I, I know, I, I know, I know that I've sinned. I know the people have sinned. Don't look at me, don't look at them. Just look at this blood. Just look at this blood. Because it, it, it was from an innocent animal. So he, as he approached with the fear and the trembling, maybe he's sh- shutting his eyes as he's walking up there. in fear, and he's relying on the blood that he's got to, to offer and, 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 and I mean that was a pretty terrible job for that high priest. And maybe he was thinking to himself, why me? Why didn't I end up, why did I end up as a high priest? I could have been a baker instead, you know. been yeah. A lot better. But but he did it, and everything depended on the blood that he was holding out. It, it, the blood that he was holding out. And now you look at the, the last part of verse 19 and put it in the context of the priest, the high priest enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus. By the blood, But he entered into the holiest, do, do we enter into the holiest by a blood of the goat? No. That's how the high priest entered into the holiest, as he held out the blood of the goat. The high priest entered into the holiest by the blood of the goat. The high priest trembled in fear as he held out the blood of the goat. And we can imagine the high priest thinking to himself, "Is you know, uh, there's got to be something more valuable than the blood of this goat, to protect me from, from to protect sinful me, and to protect sinful nation Israel from God's judgment. So this is the high priest. He's thinking this. He's thinking. He's thinking Hebrews ten four, Hebrews ten four. As he's sitting there saying, it's not possible. It's just not possible that the blood of bulls and goats should take away sins. Uh, what the high priest was thinking was, "I I know that the blood of bulls and goats cannot take away sins. There's gotta be a better offering coming. There's gotta be a better offering than the blood of bulls and goats to take away sins. Now with that image in mind, now you look at Hebrews 10, 19, when it says, boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus. No more goats, no more bulls. I mean, we don't come into God's presence with fear. We don't come holding out the blood of some animal. We come into the in, in, with boldness into the God's presence, holding out the blood of Jesus. I remember one time I was up in Ontario, California. I was, I, I was, I was buying goats for our lab. I, I bought goats. I always bought the worst goats. I don't know. I'm not a good goat buyer. Don't ever have me buy a goat for you. Anyway, I always bought goats. They look so great, and then I get them home, they die. You know that. But I, I I was up there, and I, I bought like I think that day I bought like 50 goats and. You know, and I say, oh yeah, what's that? Oh, okay, yeah. 45, 50, yeah, okay, you know, and everybody was kind of staring at me and said, you fool, don't you know? But anyway, because they always bring these goats that are ready to die, and they shoot them up with combiotics, and the goats are like, you know, and then they die when I got home. But okay, it doesn't matter. So I was there buying these goats, and this guy comes, this guy says, Hey, hey, would you would you help me here? And I said, Yeah, sure. So he, he had this one goat, and and he was like, uh, <laughs> he wasn't very good at it, but he was trying to. Well, not that I was better. But anyway, he was trying to tie his legs with a, with a coat hanger. He was kind of tying up the legs. And we, we were putting the goat in the trunk of his car. So we got this goat with, tied with the coat hanger, and we're putting in the, coat, the, 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 the trunk of his car. And I don't know, I just happened to say, so what's up with the goat? What do you want the goat for, you know? And he said, oh, he said, my wife is sick, and i got to sacrifice this goat so my wife will get better. This, this is our day. This isn't thousands of years ago that this happened. How much we have by being by able, able to enter into God's presence with the blood of Jesus and not at a goat. Now, so this is what we see now. We see this great thing about this accomplishments of the blood of the Lord Jesus and think, how, think how, how 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 frustrating, if we were back in Moses' day, it would have been for you and I to not have any access where God was in the Holy of Holies. Think of that great veil. You can see the, the portrayal of it over there. It stood in the way of the Holy of Holies. It was a symbol of the tremendous obstacle that stood between you and me and God. No access, no way to come to God, no direct access. It was a but, but it all changes when there's the once for all sacrifice, the veil rips from the top to the bottom. From the top to the bottom, just like God put his hands on it, ripped it from the top and it ripped all the way down. Because he said, access, access now. That's what it, Hebrew, uh, Ephesians 2.18, Ephesians 2.18. For through him we both have access by one spirit unto the Father. Access, that's what it's all about. Access, access. And then Hebrews 2:19, next verse, Hebrews 10, 19. Now therefore, you are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God. Wow. It's, it's made us fellow citizens. It's made us fellow family members. Because what happened to us in, because of the blood of the Lord is Romans 8:15. Romans 8:15. You have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father, Daddy, Father. The Spirit itself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. We come to God saying, Daddy, Daddy, Father, Father, Abba, Abba. All this happened because, all this happened because, we, because, of, the, because of the blood of blood of the Lord Jesus, it opened up the way. When it says we have boldness to enter, it means it opened a way that was closed before. It, op- it bulldozed the way open for us. It ripped. It caused the ripping of the veil that kept us out. All that happened there. And now, and now we have a, 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 an ability to get close to God, to come to where God is. To be, to, to, to be loved by God. You know, it's very interesting that when, when Joseph was being reconciled to his brothers and he said to them in, in, in that great chapter, chapter 45, Genesis 45, in Genesis 45, it's, a, it's all about uh, the most shocking words they ever heard before. I need Yosef. I am Joseph. Oh, they couldn't even, they, it says they, they, they couldn't speak. They were so afraid. But Joseph said, In Genesis 45.3, Genesis 45.3, Joseph said unto his brethren, I am Joseph, doth my father yet live. His brethren could not answer him. They were troubled at his presence. That's an understatement, by the way. Joseph said unto his brethren, come near to me. That was his message. Come near to me, I pray you. They came near, and he said, I am Joseph, your brother, whom you sold into Egypt. The relationship was renewed when they came near to Joseph. It's the same thing with us and God. There's no relationship with God until coming near to God, approaching to God. You can't come near to God until the Lord Jesus, unless without the blood of the Lord Jesus, you can't. Because Hebrews 10:19 is all about opening up a closed way by the blood of Jesus. This is so important. By the blood of Jesus, Adam and Eve were driven out. The blood of Jesus brings us in. It brings us in. It makes the cherubim with their flaming swords that are going this way and that way and staying. Came out, come out. It makes the cherubim lay down their sword and now say. Come, let me help you. Come in now. Now come in. The, well, the, 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 the guarding cherubim now become the welcoming cherubim, all because of 1019. 1019. Hebrews 1019, which is really when it says the blood of Jesus, it's saying the blood of Jesus means now enter now. Come in now. And don't just timidly squirrel in, but come in with boldness because that's what the accomplishment of the blood of Jesus does for us. It gives us this marvelous boldness, this great boldness, marvelous truth, marvelous truth that we have here. And so, David says in Psalm, in Psalm 34, three, come on, Psalm 34, three, come on now, magnify the Lord with me, let's exalt his name together. And can't you just see David taking us by the hand and says, come with me. Come on, we're gonna magnify the Lord together. We're gonna exalt his name together. And, and, and really what David is saying there, come on now, let, let's magnify the accomplishments of the blood of Jesus with me. Let's exalt the accomplishments of the blood of the Lord Jesus together. That's what these, these hymns that we sing about makes them so great because they're magnifying the accomplishments, they're enabling us to exalt the accomplishments together. Okay, so now this brings to close today the study on the 11th accomplishment of the blood of Jesus, a boldness to enter, or if you like, an opening of a closed way. And so let us exalt the accomplishments of the blood of the Lord Jesus in our lives by exalting his accomplishments of removing our sins, Hebrews 9.22, redeeming our souls, 1 Peter 1.18, covering our sins, Leviticus 17.11, reconciling us to God, Ephesians 2.13, cleansing our souls, 1 John 1.17, peace with God, Colossians 1.20, justification, uh, uh, Romans 5.9, making our robes white revelation 7:14 sanctifying us hebrews 13:12 overcoming revelation 12:11 and now boldness to enter hebrews 10:19 father thank you so much for the blood of jesus the blood of jesus lord that one sacrifice for all that gives us a boldness to enter into your
0: presence in Jesus' name. Amen. Another wonderful day studying the Bible with our Bible teacher, Tom Cantor, here on Friendship with God. Don't forget that today's message and previous messages can be listened to and downloaded for free at friendshipwithgod.org. friendshipwithgod.org. Or for more information about Tom Cantor and Friendship with God and Israel Restoration Ministries, call us at 800-247-3051. The poor people of Loreto in Baja California have been hit hard by the COVID-19 virus shutdown, and they need food. Friendship with God is delivering food directly to their homes. Go to www.friendshipwithgod.org and look for the Loreto Need banner to donate or call 619 619- 619 5991104 God bless you